News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hi, everybody. I'm Cheryl Besner, your host on Solo in the City and your love coach and matchmaker. The show, well, you know, it's all about relating, dating, and mating, and also keeping you up to date 24-7. You know I have my hotline, 844-744-SOLO. You can call me anytime you want, leave a message, and I will get back to you within 24 hours. I promise. As always, this show is about you your dating dilemmas, your relationship worries. Well, here we're going to answer some of the myths and truths tonight on the show. And I'm being joined by two Toronto matchmakers and coaches. But first, I want to get to your questions. And this week, I have chosen one that I think will resonate with a lot of people. Dear Cheryl, I recently went on a date with a man my friends thought would be perfect for me. To my surprise, we got along well, and he seems great. One worry is he's 59 and never married. Red flag? What do I do? Samantha. So, Samantha, I want to say this. Why, first of all, are you surprised? You know, when your friends want to fix you up, ask some questions beforehand. What do you have in common? Why do they think you would be well-suited for each other? It kind of eliminates the concept of, well, you're both single, so maybe that's a good reason for you to go out together. Now, as far as the 59 never married, here's the thing. It doesn't mean there's something wrong. Sometimes people are just focused on other things. Plus, I don't know if you've asked all the questions. Has he ever been in a long-term relationship? Is there a reason that he hasn't been in one? Maybe he's been a caregiver. You know, think of it the reverse. A lot of women that I talk to who are in their 40s, even their 50s, who have never been married, kind of resent when people look at them as if there's something wrong with them because they haven't gotten married yet. And most of the time, it's because they've been focused on their careers or maybe been a caregiver for a family member. Don't assume he could be 59 and now really ready to welcome somebody into his heart. So what do you do? You go out on that second date because you did click and that is half the battle when it comes to love, finding somebody you click with. Now, as far as dating news, want to kind of bring you up to date on a new app. I kind of mentioned it a couple weeks ago, actually. Well, it's about Donald Trump. There is a new app for people who like Donald Trump and it's called trumpsingles.com. David Goss created this because he realized, he happens to be married, David, but he realized that a lot of his friends who are Trump supporters were having problems dating somebody who really don't like Trump. And I guess they're a little outnumbered these days. So he wanted to create this app for like-minded singles so that it removes one of the obstacles. You know, it's not just about Democrat versus Republican anymore. Um, We've seen over and over again, people from different sides of the fence do get married. Look at Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But in this case, it goes deeper. So he created this app so that they remove that one major obstacle. He launched this in May, by the way. And between May and June, in June, they had a small press release or a media appearance, and it went from 500 members to over 10,000 in those four to five weeks. 
and uh, people are finding love and romance trump to trump. Can you trump that one? I don't know. Anyway, that's the dating news. Now let's get right into today's show. I want to introduce to you my two guests from Toronto. They are both coaches and matchmakers and we're going to talk today about the myths and the truths about the relationship world. So as a return guest, I want to welcome Natalia Juarez. She is the breakup coach and her her company is betterbreakups.com. I love that. Welcome back to the show, Natalia. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks so much for having me back. It's a pleasure because, you know, breakups are something that are inevitable sometimes and uh, learning how to do it well and painlessly is yeah. something that a lot of people could learn. Exactly. It is a skill set that not many people have or even know that it's available. Right. Yeah. Well, it is available and Natalia's here to show just that. And I also want to welcome to the show Shannon Tebb. Shannon is Shani in the city, kind of like solo in the city. Shaniinthecity.com, a boutique matchmaking service here in Toronto. Yes. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So ladies, you know, um, I wanted to do this show because I am sure I, I now for those of you, by the way, listening, I asked each of these women to put a list together of the three things that they meet the most when talking to their clients, what the challenges are that they face and what the myths are that their clients are thinking about. And I have a feeling that my three are pretty well going to be your top three. So I'm interested as we talk about the truths and the myths, what were your top three, Natalia? So the way I did mine is that I, I separated mine between women and men. So for women, it was being closed-minded, not open-minded enough to certain types of men. And, and then the other part was mindset around just having a good attitude around love and dating. And the third is also one I have for men, and it's being driven by attraction. Okay. Now, yes. what about you, Shani? Okay, so mine are a little simple. Um, this is kind of what my clients are telling me when they sit down with me, that they're, they have that fear of asking a guy out, that they're too old, that no one's going to love them, that having children is a burden, um, that it's weird to talk on the phone because everyone's just texting these days, and that you can only find love online as opposed to, you know, really, really utilizing the other dating platforms that are out there, such as matchmaking, for instance. So what do you think those myths are? We are talking about myths and truths here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You know, the questions that I get faced with or the comments that I get all the time are, there's no good man, yeah. right? That's a big no one. No one's left out there. No, there's <laughs> no one left out there. And the other one is, I'm never going to meet a like-minded person like myself. Very limited belief, mm -hmm. right? And then it's more about the fact that men want to only date younger women. Do you run into that at all, Shani? Yes, a lot. I think that is a myth because, I mean, it really, it's about how you carry yourself and present yourself. Being single is a brand. So figure out what, like, how do you represent yourself online? Um, are you feeling your best, looking your best? And really know that, that it, is a, it is a competitive world out there and you have to, 
you know, put your best foot forward. I call that branding myself, you know, or branding yourself. And, and people sometimes yeah, are totally shocked branding. when they see that as one of my, one of my coaching I use that uh, as services. Well. But yeah. branding yourself is what it is that you put out there that make people want to how are you how are you representing yourself on social media all of those things yeah so what do you think about that branding branding so well this was something that um so a great friend of mine he's a big he's big in the branding world and years ago we started talking as i was learning about personal branding i thought all of this applies to love and dating and what an opportunity we have now with social media things like instagram because someone can meet you in person and just have that first impression, but then they get to round it out with everything that you're putting online. So yeah. it's, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. And, and that personal branding is also what makes you different, you know, yes. and find out what it is within you. And personal branding, by the way, does not just mean how you dress. It's no. everything about you. It's from having your own sense of style, the way you walk, the yes. way you talk. Yes, the way we dress is, is part, part of, it, of it, but it's really also the mindset, which was yes. one of the things, Natalia, you were talking about before, the mindset. So we're going to talk about that mindset. What is your mindset when it comes to the dating world and the relationship world? Do you believe in some of these myths that we're talking about? Be part of the heartbeat and the conversation on Facebook, like Cheryl Besner and co, because that's where most of the conversations come up. And coming up on Cupid's Table, where we get to the heart of the matter each week to get you up to date. Stay here on CJAD 800 and iHeartRadio. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your host of Solo in the City. We are here talking about relating, dating, and mating. And before I forget, remember, go to CherylBesner.com and put yourself on my database. That is your profile that I can use to potentially match you with one of my clients or the client of another matchmaker, like the women who are joining me today at Cupid's Table. Remember, my database is free and it doesn't take long. So go get yourself hooked up onto my site. All right, ladies, Natalie Juarez, as well as Shannon, uh, Shani, Shani in the city. I love it. I mean, we're like sisters, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we share a common name. <laughs> we do. We do. So we were talking before about branding. We're talking about the myths mm-hmm. in the dating world, in the relationship world, and, and how sometimes we forget that we need to stand out in, in a crowd. There are so many single people out there. Mm-hmm. Do you find people are resistant to when you say, let's revamp, let's, you know, bring you up to date. Well, my clients, a lot of my clients are really open to change. But again, it's not about changing the individual. It's about enhancing their beauty, right inside and out. So what I do with my clients is I ask them, what are your top five attributes? Those are things you should kind of know off the top of your head. If you don't, then sit down, take some time, ask friends, you know, how would you describe me? You know, interesting that you say about asking friends, because one of the things that I do a lot with my coaching clients. I ask for one or two people that will give permission 
for me to speak to them. This is when I'm writing their profiles for them for online use, because sometimes the people can't come up with those attributes or they're shy to say them. And often somebody else has a different opinion of who you are exactly than yeah. what you think. And it's amazing <laughs> how the flower opens up when you just reach out to the garden of, of their friends and family to get some information. So it's, it's actually mandatory um, in, my, in my services that mm -hmm. I speak to a couple people. Yeah, another, like, just, just to piggyback off of that, I think it's also important to ask, what's your social value, so social proof? So what do you give back to society? Other than just going to work and to school and going to the gym or whatever it may be, what are you doing for, the, for society? You know, are you volunteering? Are you part of a committee? This actually is very appealing to women. And if you're a single man, you really want to figure out some extracurricular activities you can be doing to enhance your brand. Okay, so that brings back to another myth, and I'm gonna ask Natalia about this. So another myth that I run up against a lot is men only want to date younger women. True or myth? <laughs> I would say it's a myth. It's definitely a, a hot topic, and People are just attracted to vitality and being radiant and loving your life and all of those things that are associated with youth. Um, and that can also come through in terms of like your marketing. Like when people who work out just generally have a glow about them just being healthy and like that, that goes right down to the you know, psychological level of just being attracted to people who are physiologically healthy. You know, interesting, I was talking with another matchmaker who you both know, Rebecca Trainer, yes. and um, we were talking about this myth about older men, younger women. And she said, well, there's something about youth. And I said, but that's really not what is attractive to mm -hmm. the men. It's freshness. They like the fresh attitude of somebody young. So yes. it's not youth. It's about being fresh. I love that word. And yeah, it like that is a strategy of, of and it kind of ties back when we were talking about mindset because one of the I don't know if you ladies hear it but I always hear I hate dating dating so hard like it ties right. into all of that and the my first blog that I wrote five years ago the first one was fall in love with dating because you have to right. um it otherwise it's just like it's just it's it be it is a very unattractive energy right so Shani you're, you're saying it's a chore yeah, and a lot of people chore, do right? feel that it's a chore it's work they're 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 there on the date and they're like, oh, I want to get this over with because they've had kind of bad experiences up to that point. So it's really about going in with a fresh perspective, doing your homework, researching a little bit about your date so that you can share experiences. And, and it's all like you said in the beginning, it's all about connecting. Right. And I always tell men that women want to feel safe. They want to feel that. And so do men, by the way. And men so do wanna, men as well. Men want to feel safe too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It goes both ways. But I think when women are on a date, on a date, a lot, a lot of times our guard is up and it's just about connecting and, and feeling that this guy's just not into me because of the way I look or, you know, it's about connecting mentally and emotionally. I, I interview a lot of different men and women all the time and I talk with my clients and I would say every gentleman that I've ever worked with when I ask them and, and by the way I just want to say as far as my matchmaking goes 
if a man comes in who's in his 50s and wants to go out with 25 year olds I don't even take that client because for me I'm a matchmaker I'm not a dating service yeah no, we're right? not an escort agency exactly <laughs> well <laughs> you know I know here's the thing is it's not necessarily about the escort it's also about the fact that they they want to they want to sow their wild oats for a little bit and, mm-hmm. and get something out of their system by the way it's for women too women are right oh, yes. now really mm-hmm. dating younger as well mm-hmm. have fun with it but you don't hire a matchmaker unless you want a relationship. Exactly. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what the service is all about. We are talking about truths and myths in your relationship world on Solo in the City. I'm here in studio at CJAD with Natalia and Shani. So, okay. Older men, younger women. The fact is, when I was saying about what they really are thinking, when it comes down to it, they really want somebody who can be part of their experiences, where they can talk about history, where they've lived the same lives. And I I can say that I just recently had another male client coming in and he's not 100% sure as to where he wants to go. You know, maybe um, have kids, not have kids. But the fact is, in your 60s, If you want to, for instance, be on uh, the Caribbean islands during the winter, that's not conducive to raising children and starting with a woman who's in her late 30s or early 40s. She's not going to be 50 Mm -hmm. starting to have children. So it's about mindset. And even talking to gentlemen like this particular client, it's not it's not necessarily thought out 100% as to the kind of relationship they want. They're just thinking, I want to be open to anything and let life give it to me. But then when you take them down the path and you do, well, what do you want in five years, 10 years, they realize they need somebody who wants the same lifestyle. And it's about stage versus age. Natalia, do you run into that a lot? Yes. Playing it out and yeah, like, being a breakup coach, I work with a lot of people who like after they're, they're going through a divorce in their forties and often, and that stereotype of people, all, men always wanting younger women. I don't always see that a handful of them, like maybe, maybe 25%. The, the other percent generally, or maybe the people who come to work with me are looking for someone who, um, does share a vision and have, has compatible values and personalities and they do play that out. Okay, because I I think a lot of the people that I meet, they don't necessarily play it out until you point it out. Like yeah. you actually you have you actually have to put it there mm-hmm. for them to see all this, right? Yes. So what about you, Shani? I mean, you deal with a you know very yeah um, particular niche, you know, yeah, niche. like in, you know executives, business professionals, people that are divorcees already have children. So a lot of you know, they want they they have similar expectations, so they want to date somebody that's already had children as well, so that they can understand scheduling and joint custody and all of those issues that come into play when you're dating. I think you have to, you know, studies have shown if the age gap is too large, those relationships don't work. Actually, I did a show recently yeah, with statistics, and mm-hmm. statistically, if you have more than twenty years yes. between you you have 95% chance 
chance of divorce. Exactly. That, that's what the stats show. The best age actually where you have the the odds in your favor are up to seven years. Yes, and five then to seven. Yeah. Down and down and down. Yeah. yeah. There's been studies. You can check it out online, by the way. We are talking about the myths and the truths about your relationship world and kind of, I guess, what each other are really thinking. Right now, I'd love you to take a few minutes and go sign up, CherylBesner.com. When you do sign up, you get 15 minutes free dating advice. Also, every week on CherylBesner.com, you have great blogs as well as videos to help you in your relationship world. And coming up, we're going to continue getting you up to date right here on CJAD 800 and iHeartRadio. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back. It's Solo in the City, your show, all about relationships. And tonight we are talking about the myths and truths on your relationship world and trying to help you find ways to keep moving forward and keep changing it up. So it's all about getting you up to date. And also, if you ever need any help, call me 844-744-SOLO. I'm there 24-7 and I will get back to you within 24 hours. You can also write to me at info at solointhecity.tv. Remember, dating is for everyone. It's not just about the singles who are dating. I believe you got to date yourself first. And then if you're in a relationship, you got to date that person forever. You got to keep that romance going. And uh, we're in here talking with Natalia and Shani. And I want to talk a little bit about getting out there right now. I hear a lot of people talking about the fact of the type of person they want to meet. And for women, they think chivalry is dead. What do you think? Chivalry dead? No, actually, as a dating expert in the city, I would say that chivalry is not dead. And there are some gentlemen who are still practicing this, you know, this behavior. And I think that as women, we have to be open to the idea that you know, there are these, these men, these men do exist and they need to be complimented when they are being polite and respectful to us. So showing recognition so that it's not just taken for granted. That's our chivalry, by the way, yes. right? You know, yeah. women don't realize being, that they having have an to attitude of gratitude. Exactly. Being, being totally grateful for, for the whole situation, the whole date. And just, you know, when the guy walks you to, to the car and opens up the door for you, acknowledge that and say, wow, that was really sweet of you. Or thanks for checking up on me to make sure I got home, you know, with that follow-up text. And when you Those do compliment them. go a long way. Yeah, and when you do compliment them, even if it's, let's say, not in their nature, yes. men love to please women, women right? Yes. We, we, that's that's a fact. They're There's fearful not a- <laughs> that they're going to self-sabotage the date right. already. So. so when you compliment them on mm-hmm. these things... What you're actually really doing also is encouraging them to do it again Again and again. And And there's such subtleties and nuances in giving that 
praise to somebody. I mean, everybody likes to be told that what they've done is appreciated. And I think that's another part of it, actually. Men sometimes say they don't feel appreciated in the dating world. So, Natalia, you want to comment on that? Yeah. Um, so, and this kind of comes back to developing the inner game, like the confidence and the skills around dating. And a lot of men, because they they say with, you know, in, in modern modern dating scene that things have become too easy. So they've just, they just don't try as hard anymore. And then it's just, it's not as um, challenging and exciting for them. So I encourage them to keep to keep doing those things, even if it's not appreciated by maybe certain women, that there will be other women that that do understand that that a part of that dating etiquette is is engaging in that dance, which builds attraction. That's a beautiful word, by the way, the dance and learning how to go back and forth. Yeah. So you're not stepping on each other's toes, and you're each giving each other room yes. to be the man. Or to be the woman. Yeah. Like if he asks you where you want to go and you encourage him to pick a place and he picks a place that you've been before, you're not a huge fan of, you just say that would be, that would be great. And it's just, it's more about the experience than where you go. Interesting though, you said that men find it too easy. Yes. Because a lot of men also comment on the fact that they find it more difficult, that they feel, mm. find a lot of the women are disengaged or they come to the date already expecting something wrong with them right that there's going to be something and 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 they're going to get critiqued on on the whole date and that they're being analyzed from the minute they sit down to the time they leave shani's sitting here shaking her head yes <laughs> yes so that's why i do mock dates because i think having a mock date with me as a dating coach is a great opportunity for men to really you know feel comfortable on the date and learn you know what they could have done differently or how to improve their dating game so I think, yeah, you're totally right, Cheryl, when you say that. Women sit down. We kind of already have this agenda. Like, if he doesn't order me another drink or he doesn't, you know, let me order first, he's not a gentleman. Or all these little kind of stigmas we have sitting around. When I think it's just best to go into the date, totally open, letting it flow, and not judging. Not saying, okay, this guy's going to be like this. Because you really have to give it a fair shot. And by giving it a fair shot is removing those you know, judgments, those judgments in those past, you know, negative experience with dating. The truths and myths on the relationship world here on Solo in the City on CJD 800 tonight. What is your feeling out there? Are you sometimes frustrated? Do you sometimes get, you know, down on the date before it even starts? Think about it. I'm wondering if uh, many people are feeling the same kind of energy. Now, what you know, it's interesting what Shani was saying, because sometimes what happens is I'll hear two sides. If the man is taking control and taking the lead, well, how dare he? And <laughs> like, it's like they can't win. And if he if he's not being assertive, well, mm -hmm. then he's wimpy, you know, yeah. it's, it's sometimes. And and by the way, same thing for the women, you yeah. know, either she's, you know, too ballsy or she doesn't have enough vim and vigor. You know, it's like, can you win? <laughs> A lot of a lot of what we work with, I think, as experts, is is the psychology of love and dating, and that even if someone says that they might not like something on a subconscious level, they're at, you're actually starting to stir them up, and you know when I talk to you know empowered women or like I, I'm I absolutely identify as a feminist, um, but I love chivalry. It's just it's something that even though I can do something on my own, I it just it's a real turn on when a man takes charge. Well. 
interesting that you say you're a feminist, but yeah. the fact is, okay, first describe what that means to you. I, I'm interested now. I want to know what that means to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning it on to you, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in equality and equity. Um, uh, I took women's studies, and so I kind of look at uh, gender issues through the lens of like a variety of different disciplines. Um, yeah, and in every culture, it means something different. But it, for me, it means being uh, empowered, having choices, but also even being able to be feminine is also a choice. Okay, and the feminine is the choice. And yes. the fact is, in the relationship, the men admire the strength. They yes. admire your, your, your brain and your brawn and your beauty. But they want to be with a woman. Yeah, right? it can be a feminine strength. I wrote my thesis, 80 pages on how to be a feminine feminist. <laughs> well, I, I can say for myself, I too, I'm, I'm a very strong-minded individual, but I want to be a woman. I, I, you know what? There's even a book, um, oh my goodness, now, now I can't remember the name of it, but it's about, um, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to check it out and put it on my site, but it's about beauty is smart, you know, and yeah. use beauty it. Like, yeah, yeah, beauty is brains. It's going to drive me crazy, but this woman wrote a book and it's about how she uses her beauty and her brain and why not? It's mm -hmm. one of her, it's one of her attributes that you were talking about. At the sure. Of the and uh, just, just to piggyback off of that, a lot of men, when I ask them, you know, what are the qualities you're looking for in a woman or a partner? They love independence. Have a woman having her own life and then coming together with yours. Not someone that's sitting by the phone waiting for you to call her or, or being very needy. So I think as women, you know, that have been single for years, we have been in this independent realm where, you know, we live alone, we do our daily tasks, but it's also important to let somebody in, but then let them know that you do have your own set of, you know, ways that you do things and you'll eventually come together to, you know, create that commonality. And commonality is key. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter as you don't want to miss any of my tips during the week that come out on all different platforms on how you can get out there and love your life. Because when you do, that's when your love life is going to happen. Coming up more here, talking about truths and myths on CJAD 800 and iHeartRadio. to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and matchmaker. Don't forget, sign up for my database. You're going to be one step closer to finding love. So what are you waiting for? Let's get to this. I want to give you some dating tips this week. And one of the tips that I want to talk about is feeling really great about yourself. You know, when you're going out on that date um, and you want to ensure that you're getting that second date, it's about mindset and really putting your head in the most positive light possible. So, Natalia, if you were going to give your top two tips on that first date, how to you know, really guarantee you're going to get that second one, what would they be? The first tip would be to be open. You know, we can judge people for all kinds of things, but if 
if you feel this per- it's a good person and your values are aligned, then be open to that second date. And then the other one would be to prepare, to show up as your best on that date. Like, like, and that goes from like the way you market yourself to um, the state of mind that you're in to just being calm on that date. And when we and talk about when you talk about marketing yourself, you're talking about your presentation. Your presentation, you know. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean that you have to spend an entire day in a beauty parlor no. or go to your barber. It means showing up. Like you've made an effort. You've made it's an just effort. Your shirt is tucked in. You're not. Don't have a run in your nylons. Yeah. I mean. Th- yeah. Things happen, but communicates really, respect. Yeah. Well, it's about respect for yourself, also, yes. right? First and foremost, it's how you feel about yourself. What about you, Shani? Okay, so I think day conversation is very important. So you really want to avoid the job interview or the interview questions, and really like expand on your answers and share experiences. So if I say, yeah, I went to Italy in the summer. What did I do there? Like, what wines did I like? You know, keep expand your answers so that the other your your date can piggyback off of that and now you're connecting on a you know sharing a common interest so I think with date conversations very important and also I think um, making sure you're in in a good mood and you have a healthy mindset like if you walk if you know you, you're having an off day or you're not feeling well cancel reschedule the date because right. you don't want to self-sabotage you know people sometimes don't think of it this way. But when you're going out on that first date, it's like your job interview. You know, you have one chance to make an impression. So, you know, when we go to a job interview, we walk in with a CV, we've taken our time, we've we've researched the company, you should be doing that, especially in this day and age, like you were saying earlier, Shannon, we have the technology to Google a person, check them out a little bit, find out who they are. And even if you can find out about things that they like, you know, it's, it's, it's often easy because mm-hmm. when you walk in there, that's what the dialogue should be about. You know, the, the things that really make them tick yes. rather than, as you said, what do you do? I know most men, they really resent when they're asked what they do, even though they're proud of it, possibly. It's like, they're wondering, is she trying to figure out how much money I make? Mm-hmm. The one thing I wanted to say is that is around radiance is trying to find out what is it that lights up that other person. And if it is their job, then they can talk about it. But if it, if it's another hobby or, um, community service or something, cause that's the most attractive energy that we can be in. Uh, give, yeah, giving back to the community around is definitely something that ranks high when yeah. you ask both men and women what they're attracted to in another person. Now, exactly what Natalia said. If if you don't know how to word that, you could just say, what are you passionate about? Like, what drives you in life? Like, you know, and then if they start talking about music, oh, well, when were you in that band? You know, what instrument do you play? Act like you care to get to know them. You know, don't be right. fake about it, but be attentive and be focused on them. And when eye contact. And eye contact. Keep, keep, yeah. uh, the focus and remove is, distractions, The, fo- the focus right? is very important, and so is body language. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, one of the things that I can tell people is there are sites you can go onto. You can just put in datingicebreakers.com, and you will come up with a lot of information that will help you strategize about your date. And the fact is, it is a strategy when we step out there, right? Shani? Yeah, one last tip a lot of people don't think about is what's your your think about your physical environment. You're both in the why did you choose that restaurant? Why are you watching this band? Do you come here every weekend? And then tie yourself into that. 
right? right? Show let that you've done your homework. You're not just picking a place that you've never been to, but oh my God, they have the best pizza here. Think about it this way. Think of it rather than just saying, you know, I like to read. Tell them your last book and describe why you liked the book because that gives them an insight into who you are, not just about what you do, right? Yeah. It's about going deep and even if it's only a couple topics. Well, you know what? I, I stand by the 45-minute first date rule, Absolutely. so you don't have time to get too deep anyway. And it's just supposed to be a little... Keep it short. It's a teaser. teaser. <laughs> it's the, I, I call it the pre-date. Yes. It's the pre-date. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing all your knowledge with us. Um, Nat- Natalia, like, you've been on the show before. I love what you do. You're, you're By the way, if anybody needs and you're about to break up, or you've broken up with somebody, and you really need that added support, Natalia is the woman for you, betterbreakups.com. Thank you so much for inviting me again. Oh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. And Shani, they can reach you at shaniinthecity.com. And um, tell us a little bit about your niche as far as your Mm -hmm. demographics. So I work with any uh, millennials from 25 all the way to 55. I coach a lot of singles throughout Toronto and the GTA. I do a matchmaking service as well as dating coaching and a fabulous wing woman service. So ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a singles network of friends to go out with, then I'm your girl. (laughs) You can hire me to take you out. Wing wing people are very important to help us get out of ourselves. I also want to do a shout out again this week because... Annie Young, uh, which is a beautiful boutique beauty bar in the heart of Westmount, has really given me a new flair for this fall. And that's something that a lot of you might want to do also for yourself is, you know, date yourself. Go out there. Call Annie Young and Charlene or Annie will take great care of you as they help get you up to date because you want to be up to date when you're going out there and, uh, taking on your love life all on your own. Thank you to Romona and Era, Fernando as always. And remember, please like me on Facebook and spread the love. Share it with your friends. In the meantime, we'll see you next week here on CJD 800. And remember, please keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. Good night, everybody. Good night.